All right. Welcome back to the Village A podcast. This is going to be lap eight. We're going to go over Singapore. That was probably the best race this season. We're just going to we're just going to get right into it. Uh, don't you think, bud? I'd say it was in the running for sure. Like most exciting, like definitely the most strategy involved, I think, from all the teams. Um, it was just a it was just good overall week race weekend. Yeah. I think it, it really surprised everyone. I didn't think we expected that it was going to be such a shootout. Oh, yeah. It was definitely more competitive than I think anyone really thought. Um, so, dude, let's just get straight into our, our race thoughts. We've got a couple of segments we're going to go through today, but let's just start it off with, with our race thoughts. Um, I do want to say real quick before we get too deep into it, because we're going to go hard, I think. Um, I want to shout out Fernando. Um, Fernando Alonso, he's officially the most experienced driver in F1 history. That was his 350th race start. So that was pretty cool. I just thought I'd shout him out before we. Yeah, shout out for not Fernando. And uh, thanks for celebrating in the only way possible in a French car by blowing the fucking heads off the thing. I mean, that's just as classic as it can get, right? <laughs> Reliability. That's what they're known for. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Both of them. Dude, that was back to back to back too. Yeah. So now that we're getting into it, let's just get right into it. So, dude, first thing I want to say, classic Nicholas Latifi. Classic. Classic Latifi. What was it? Probably like turn or lap like 14 or 15. He straight up turned left to set up for a right-hand corner, like turned left into Joey and knocked them both out. Yep. Like, yeah, he's, he's just like straight up didn't see him. My bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't. I mean, I don't know if he just wasn't paying attention to his mirrors, but he was definitely visible for him. I thought he was right there, and that's it it just so funny. No wonder they're getting he's gotten getting axed. Uh, just classic Latifi. No, it was interesting because remember how he came into the pits and uh, they replaced the wing and they put new tires on it, and uh, then you see. They just like they're like no no never mind they're giving him the shut off they couldn't fix it yeah well dude I think right when they let him out I think they realized like there's some suspension broken on this thing no I watched that pit stop three times because I wanted to analyze it really so if if you watch so they get up they get the car up on jack they put the new tires on as soon as they part put the new tires on you see the rear track rod just fall off yeah the and back left look, the back left tire right. Yeah, if you look, you see that back left guy that that the wheel gun man. Yep, the mechanic. He gives the signal, huh? Yeah, dude, the mechanic. He literally like you can see his whole world just fall apart. Just oh, <laughs> but like I have to say, yeah, so, like, I have to like lift my hand now. And, like, oh, dude, I saw his face just melt. Oh my god, it's so funny. His brain yeah, just melted out of his ears. He had no idea what to do. No, he knew what to do. He did what he was supposed to do. Oh, hundred percent. But like, dude, that, you know, like he, he like looked up to this guy. Like oh fuck! Like right when right when they're about to drop it, bro. No, he started trying to like uh he started trying to stop everybody, but nobody was listening to him. They were so focused on putting the wheels on. Oh yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I definitely saw the back left. And I was like, I don't think they have rear wheel steer on these things, huh? <laughs> yeah, I just funny because you see that tire come off and the track rod just fall off. Oh yeah, you're done. <laughs> Park it. Park it. You're done. So yeah, that's just classic Latifi right, right off the start. Um, yeah, but Fernando, his motor blew up on like lap 22 or something like that. Yeah. While and, fighting a pretty good fight with the Max. Yeah, dude, he was 
bad. He was not Holding having any up. of Max. I wrote that in my notes. Not having any of Max's shit today. Yeah, like he, no, was, he was holding him up. Max he was, was doing a battle. I don't. I honestly thought he could have held him all, all night. He was. There's nothing Max could do. So yeah, yeah Max's only real hope story. to get around him was. What was that Max's only hope to under? I said Max's only hope to get around him was to uh, undercut him in the pit window. Oh, 100 percent. And so yeah, I, I mean, I was so bummed to see him drop out of the race. Um, motor blue, and then Ocon like five laps later his motor blew and this was more uh that one was catastrophic yeah dude it was so funny on on the broadcast i think it was martin brundle said uh he's like after they heard him like at when they did the driver driver view the cockpit and you could hear that won't make a coffee table. he goes that won't (laughs) even make a coffee table sounds like a bag of nails (laughs) oh dude so funny but dude, that that brings. I mean, I want a I want a Formula One engine coffee table. That would be sick. Dude, not I mean, that one. It won't make. It. I I dude, he must have thought there was a wind. It might have put a window in the block. Oh, it sounded like it windowed it, especially dude, with uh, it just, the the view from the front view. There was the it looked a cat. It was the biggest puff of smoke ever, and it was the smoke was gone fairly quickly too. So yeah, something like well, that. Did you see when it when they were pushing it back that fucking snail trail underneath it? Oh yeah, I actually didn't see that. Yeah, so which means so those cars have engine diapers on them. So that means there was enough water in the engine diaper to overflow. Yeah, enough enough oil liquid. Yeah. It looked that, to me like it looked to me like oil and coolant mix, which means yeah, they windowed it. That is so good, bro. I mean, shit, I'll still take a windowed F1 engine coffee table if they want to make one for us <laughs> martin said it won't make it dude that was i just thought that was so so funny what a comment um i mean pretty much next on the list like right after pretty much right after that happened um i think i was it you'll have to uh, let me know was it before or after the pit window that lewis went off so which pit window I th- after the um uh after ocon's engine i think it was just a vsc i don't think anyone really really no one paid it yeah i don't, I don't think nobody really went for it but yeah it was like five laps later after that lewis went off strongest front wing in history i think that's all over twitter which is so funny well lewis went off right on lap 33 which was simultaneously as george russell was going purple in the third sector which meant yep they finally got the uh the medium tires working yeah i mean how i mean that probably took 10 laps so yeah but there's a there's a little bit of a frenzy after that. I know you wanted to to look, go into that a little bit, um, but everyone went for. I mean, not everyone. Probably half the cars went in for for slick tires after that. After they saw Russell go purple, huh? Yeah. So that was they were using Russell as a guinea pig. So uh, lap thirty three is when Hamilton hit the wall. Uh, then, as George Russell was going purple in sector three, and so that's when the first round of pits happened. Yep. Um, and then, um, yeah, on, it was two, it was too early. Two laps later, dude. I think yeah, it was <laughs> it was two laps later. I know it might have been still. It might have been. I think it was Yuki's first slap out. I think it was his out lap. No, it was. His, it, I think it was his first flying lap. On okay, his so if, yeah. I mean, no heat in the tire. It was ten turns into his flying lap, and he be, he erected it. Yeah, he parked it in the barrier at eighty five. Hard, dude. Parked um, it hard. So yeah, he got soaking wet, which was funny. 
Um, and uh, yeah, so clearly, clearly too early. But that dude, that gave. I don't know if you noticed uh, live, but that gave uh, both McLarens super cheeky pit stops. Well, you, you, I was texting you live, and before Martin or anyone had said anything, I was like, yep. "McLaren needs to stack." right now yeah use a double stack double stack baby <laughs> and for, it might have been the first clean double stack for them all year well i would call that i would call that a soft stack <laughs> um because they um they had all the tires out in the pit box but i mean they were pretty far apart yeah it was it was i mean i'd say decent for mclaren but yeah, dude they might have been the only two guys to get a cheap pit stop from from that well, everybody kind of benefited, but uh, they benefited. But dude, I mean, Lewis's safety or VSC, the yellow flag only lasted for a little bit because he was able to somehow, after that that crash, somehow the strongest front wing ever, he was able to sneak back on and he actually snuck in in between Lando and Max, which was awesome, actually. That kind of <laughs> it fucked it really fucked Max's whole race up a little bit. I think yeah, it, when I started texting you, I said, Run, Lando, run. Yeah, dude, we were pulling for him. I mean, that's, I mean, Lando's village a guy i mean he's our he's our guy and yeah, we were like run he was battling max so hard that was honestly like the five six battle was so fun they were watching that more than any other battle on the rate at the track at that point and did it it fucked with max for sure he didn't know really he didn't know he was frustrated he reacted like a child honestly he drove angry after lewis got the orange and black flag and he had to pit lewis or max just looked pissed after that driving driving angry and it forced a huge lockup for Max. Huge lockup. Can I note it? Can I mention something that was kind of noticeable about this race that was kind of different than what we've seen all year? What's that? Did you notice that everybody was fighting Max? Dude, it, yeah. Everyone, no one wanted him to win. The no, nobody, nobody said nobody. Because remember how in the last couple of races it was like, Max is in our fight, just let him through. Yep. Yeah, well, I, I mentioned it. I was so mad at Russell for just, itching out I'm like yeah whatever it's not my for a podium like whatever it's so yeah this race it, everyone seemed very competitive and... i wonder if something was said like hey guys we're here to go racing dude i just think <laughs> i think everyone wanted comp the same competition the rest of the season and having a winner i mean having a winner this early is I mean, i'll say it, it's boring it sucks anyone wants everyone wants it to end on the last race of the season just like I mean, the most exciting seasons are like that. And I, dude, everyone, it was just exciting. You're right. Everyone was battling Max. Lando, Fernando, Matt, even Lewis for a little while. It was Magnuson. Yeah. Magnuson came, yeah. I have that. That's the next thing, dude. Cause uh, after uh, Max's huge lockup, he dropped back to 14th and that was right at K Mag. Um, and the, he was battling too. I mean, that, that was very exciting. Yeah, I mean, everybody, nobody wanted to make it easy for Max like they have early, you know, earlier in the season. I really like to see that. Yeah. Um, it looks like we had a fucking motor race. That's what we wanted. Seriously. And that actually might bring up a little a little bit of a, another segment. Not segment, really. Just another topic I wanted to bring up. Um, this was getting towards the end of the race when Max had the lockup. We're kind of moving through the whole thing. And around this time, the broadcast announced that they're having a safety car infringement investigation for Checo. And I mean it might have been warranted. He was kind of being a he was kind of being a dumbass. Um granted I think the safety car was going way too slow for for where they are. I was I think it was warranted, but he was being dumb. But they were saying the investigation would be done after the race. Like with 15 minutes left in the race, they were like 
yeah, we noted it. We'll talk about it and give the decision after the race. And that's just everyone said that's the dumbest thing ever. We want to know now so we can fight for the real title of the race. I love go. I mean, that I was rambling. I mean, that's, I just think it's crazy that they didn't announce it mid race, just like every other penalty during the race. I agree. And I think that meant to, I think that also kind of hinted that they weren't maybe going to pursue a time penalty and that maybe it would just be a monetary penalty. But the, um, but they did get a time penalty. Was it five seconds? I, yeah. I missed that. Yeah, he, so he did get a five-second penalty. And when they made that call, there was a separation between him and Leclerc of 1.18. I, I noted it right away. I was like, oh, that's going to make things very interesting. And, uh, I mean, Jekyll, he bombed the last 15 minutes of the race. But, I, yeah, everyone, like, they were said on the broadcast, everyone on, on the internet, Twitter, they're ranting about it, like, why wouldn't we just tell him now like there must be a decision there must be something it was just a strange thing that they decided to to wait till after the race there was a couple strange decisions from the race directors today wouldn't you think Ooh, might have lost the guy um looks like we did lose nick so while he's trying to figure that out while his internet's getting collected um i mean i'll just say the other couple things that i was a little intrigued about with the race directors today um Despite the, but we'll say my one. Oh, oh, is he back? I'm right. Oh, I think he is back. Internet's pretty slow though. Are, are you uh, you're cutting in and out. I don't know if we can hear you so well. And there he's completely gone. All right. So the other couple of things I was just a little curious was, um, I mean, some people will probably, will probably um, note. Oh, there he is. Now we got really good internet connection. There we go. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, so that was really, I was trying to, I was rambling on there for like 30 seconds. So glad you saved me there. Uh, I was like trying to talk and it was like, nobody could hear me. So what do you, I mean, what are your thoughts about the decision to do the investigation after and just that whole situation? Um, I didn't really agree with them. I'm in agreement with you, but I will say the positives to take out of that. One of my favorite radio, radio calls of the whole race was when uh, the, I, I was like, man, don't tell Checo. Just don't tell him. Yeah. But they had to tell Checo. And when he goes, Hey, Checo, keep doing what you're doing. You're under investigation for a pit, uh, safety car violation. And then he just says, let's just disappear. Dude. And then he fucking disappears, dude. <laughs> dude, that is a, that's a goat comment, right? That's a, that's so, such a sick comment. I mean, I mean, he, and he did, he disappeared on him. Yeah. Ended up, dude, Sergio won wire to wire. Wasn't from pole to one from P2, but had a great start. First corner, wire to wire, baby, after that. Yeah, and I mean, I think, as everyone said, one of Checo's best drives of his career. And then having to pull that extra pace out of the car to potentially cover that penalty and doing so? Yeah, I mean, he pulled, he pulled 7.5 on him. So, I mean, he still won by two and a half. Um, honestly, I think, for, dude, look, Leclerc didn't look like he was pushing that that hard at the end of the race. I think Ferrari was banking on a 10 second penalty because he did the safety car thing twice, but he got a verbal reprimand on the first one and then the second, and the one, second one, he got a penalty. So I think Ferrari was expecting both five seconds and they, so they didn't tell Jack or uh, Leclerc to push. And that's just another funny. I disagree. Car. I disagree because of what, uh, what Leclerc said after the race. What did he say? 
He said, no, it wasn't degradation. It wasn't strategy. He said, he said it wasn't the car that had had degraded. It was me. He said, I was, he said, I was just beat. I was done. I couldn't keep up with him anymore. Wow. And he just knew there, he had a good, good, uh, base on second place. He wasn't going to get past. He just, he said, he said, he said, I gave it all I had. And I I just couldn't hold the mental and physical strength to keep up with him. Wow. That's, that's very interesting. I wonder to show that fucking Checo was on another planet. Yeah. He was, yeah. Checo was unconscious in that car. He, he drove perfectly. I think honestly, I mean, the debate is out there. If that was his best, best ever Grand Prix, um, I'm going to let you answer this too, but it's right there with, uh, was when he was with Force India. Um, the year 2020, where he yes, won, he won from 20th, from 20th. Yeah, I mean that one. That's just such a hard thing to say that it's better than that one because that was just un- well, un- 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 I mean that was definitely due to some crashes and some luck and some safety shit. Oh but- yeah, that was the, that was the time where Russ, when when Hamilton had COVID. Yeah, and Russell and Russell was filling in, and they put the wrong tires on Russell's car. Yeah, I mean yeah, so causing I mean, him to have to pit. I mean that was a pretty crazy. Yeah, exactly. It was a crazy race, but it wasn't meant to be, but it happened. I mean, still, when it happens, when you win, a win is a win. So, I mean, that's just, you know, so the debate is out there, but that was probably his most impressive drive, I would say. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I would. From wire to wire, just having, you know, having to just weather everything that was thrown at him. Yeah, stop the undercut. They did it perfectly. Um, for our pit first, and they just did a perfect back-to-back and stopped the undercut. Wasn't even to be close. honest, I'm gonna fucking watch this race again after the podcast, dude. You unfortunately <laughs> had to watch it um a little bit later, and you were texting me all the like the updates like, "Oh, this is crazy!" And I said it was like nine. It was like nine thirty, and I texted you I was like, "Damn it, I want to watch this race again." It was so exciting. Yeah, no, it was a privilege to watch. I was my jaw was on the floor for most of it. So fun. Um, I want to shout out McLaren though, dude. I mean that's Daniel Ricardo's highest points finish of the season. He Dude, needed Lando P four, Lando P four, Ricardo P five. Huge. That's just that they did great. Yeah, that was the best race of the season. Everything looked good, and their rivals. And people, people were saying, even uh, Ted Kravitz was saying, "Well, did they luck into the safety car?" No, I don't think they lucked in the safety car. This is I have a take on that. I think it was a. I, mean, I think it was a strategy decision. They were the. I think they were the only cars that got that cheeky pit. Well, here's here's the thing, and, and we we talk about is 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 betting a skill or is it a luck thing? Because what you do in motor racing, motor racing 101, is when you go long, and you hang the t- both drivers out there on older tires. Yeah, you are betting that there's going to be a late safety car, exactly. and there was, and they capitalized on it, and they executed the strategy exactly how it needed to be executed. A hundred percent. And so I, I don't think they looked into it. I think it was a great strategy call based on the data that, okay, this, we're probably going to have a late safety car. There's been one every race at this track since yeah, the beginning every, every of the time Singapore, Yeah, we've already had four today. Yeah, it was just, it was a great call. Great call and perfect execution, like you said. Um, You did say something about betting. Uh, I do want to get into that. Um, we're getting that. We still got hot takes and shit. Yeah, and that's going to bring us so right there. So I'm going to say it again. Dude, fucking George Russell. He's the most annoying, cringy, like, God, he's so dumb, dude. Three three different instances this race, it he got to me again. Um, 
his huge lockup, and he almost took Valtteri off. Luckily, Valtteri saw it coming because it was a dumb, dumb move that he was going to try to pull. And he knew it was George Russell. He's like, okay, he's going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knew he knew exactly what was going to happen, and he pulled off to the right. It was so smart by Valtteri. But he took him. He flew off, and I guarantee he would have some found a way to blame to blame Valtteri. It would have been a. It would have been the same thing as um Imola, like was two years yeah same thing as Imola two years ago and buddy uh, so that was one thing and then later on in the race when he was at the bottom he turned directly directly into i think it was schumacher um he turned right left into say him. that again i lost you um so i think right after that or when he got down to the bottom of the pack he turned directly left into mick i think it was and right right away on the radio again he was like that. Like, what was that? Like, that was it. That wasn't me. And whoever's whoever's on George's radio call right away with the most annoyed sounded voice ever goes, "No, George, you turned into him." <laughs> yeah, I, I actually and it was I just wrote that down in my silence. Silence after that. <laughs> it was yeah, silence after that, and oh my god, it was so like it's just more radio bullshit from him, blaming everyone for all of his all of his nonsense. So yeah, George Russell is fucking annoying. And the last thing, motherfucker, he screwed me out of six hundred dollars again. Another bad beat for me because I took Perez. We'll just get into the betting thing real quick. Um, unless you want to go to the hot takes, but yeah, Russell, he he fucked me again. We'll we'll get into the I betting go, in a little bit before we go into betting. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to do driver of some, the day. Your hot takes. Of the day. What was that? Driver of the day, Mazepin of the day. Yeah, do you have any? Do you have any other real quick takes about the about the uh, race thoughts or anything? Not really. I think we got them all out. Love it. So yeah, let's. Uh, next oh yeah, next... I do have one more hot take. Oh, tell me. All right. So, do you guys realize how close we were to having another spa twenty twenty one? Dude, very. Like that. This race almost didn't happen. I mean, there was what two hours of delays in the morning. Yes. And remember how that rule where we have a three hour clock once the race starts I fucking and then we have that. to complete it within two hours. Well, Eduardo Fritas, Fritas. Papas Fritas, Papas Fritas, solves that problem. How? He just decided to change the scheduled start time of the race, which was brilliant. But dude, they still ha- they still ended on a time limit, though. They, they, that was going to happen anyway because that 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 track is so long and there's so many safety cars that this that this track always finishes with a time limit. The, also, I want to bring up real quick too. I think it's the fucking dumbest thing ever. I don't know if you or anyone else realized there were 61 projected laps. That was the race, right? They finished 59. It's really under four minutes. Like, why couldn't we just fucking finish the race? Like at the did you did you, you know that 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 rule is to protect the drivers, right? It's this it's a safety thing, obviously, so they don't die, so they don't get so dehydrated like uh, Charles was getting. But did I you mean, see dude, the top three when they got out of their cars? It looked like they were fucking minutes from death. Yeah, they were zombies for sure. <laughs> but that's like fifty nine out of six. I was like, dude, I just it sucks. It in every in any sport, it sucks to change the the end date and like the the end time of what's already determined it's just it's a weird thing and i i never like it but i know, i understand it is for safety yeah but well i would say eduardo Fritas took a win today and niels wittich where'd you go 
Sorry, I had to. Uh, my, my fucking dog was whining and scratching at the door because my brother came home. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that was my hot take. Was the race director's got to win? Yeah, I'll I'll give it. That, that's a W. I'll give it to him because they they could have very easily just said fuck it. We don't need this. Yeah, we could just been like, let's do four laps under the safety car and then call it a race, like they did at like fucking uh, Micah did at a spa. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll give that we'll give that one to Papa's free to us. Um, so yeah, let's do the let's do driver of the day. Wittich. Driver of the Which day, not like of the day. You ready for mine? Let's yeah. This is our this is our uh, probably our best segment. It's our ones we've stuck with the most, and it's probably my favorite. So, what was yours? Hot hot take. So I would normally give it to Checo, but I try not give it to the one who's like the clear favorite. Right. I always try and do a uh, hot take on my driver of the day. So you ready for it? I want to hear it. You're gonna, you're you're gonna hate this. Oh no. George Russell. You fucker. You fucker. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Out. Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. Tell him, you, you explain yourself. <laughs> this dude goes out. What did he, what, what lap did he pit for slicks? Lap 10. Probably 15. It was, it was early. Yeah. So track not even close to being ready. Dude pits for slicks. Somehow keeps it out of the wall. For most that's, of the race. That's true. I mean, yeah, that's that's true. I mean. Meanwhile, while he is fielding the wrath of having zero grip, he is the now the benchmark for all the other teams to switch to slicks. So the amount of data, every team was watching George Russell's data. True. I will say, though, for the, I mean, he had he had four pit stops in this race. I don't know if you realize that. So. They were trying all sorts of shit with George Russell. I mean, he bit early. I think he got went from mediums to softs and back to mediums. Yeah, he put it all. But so, yeah, so I mean, they, but yeah, everyone was watching him. He was, you're right. He was, but he was, when they asked him, hey, do you want to come back in for uh, wets? He said, the race is over. If we pit this early, I'm going to yeah, have yeah. to stick it out. And he did stick it out. Yeah. And he used his skill to stay out of the wall. You saw some of that Tokyo drift shit he was doing. It was pretty incredible. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your who's your mod of the day? Are you ready for it? Yeah, George Russell. Yes. Oh, dude, that, that's <laughs> unbelievable. What a that might be. That's the first time in mods in driver in mods being history. What? A, why? Tell me. Oh, solely based on that comment when he <laughs> he turned into me and says, "No, George, you turned into him." <laughs> the the radio call back to him. It was. It sounded like a disappointed father. Like, are you shitting me right now, dude? No, you can tell he hit. He saw you. They were watching on the monitor and they, they saw knew, it. Goes, they knew it was coming. He's like, Here it comes, dude. Honestly, that's amazing. That's that, those are great calls. I love it. Um, so I'll give you mine. My driver of the day, I'm gonna give to Fernando. Nice. Um, it, just the way he drove, he drove the crap out of that car until it blew up on him. Clearly not his fault. Car sucks. Um, but for the what was it? Let me see how many laps he finished. He had 20 laps. Uh, he he looked like championship Fernando again, which was awesome. His defending was top tier. As top not top he's, notch. He's got that Alpine seems like it's twice as wide as every other car on the grid, just because of the way he uses it to defend. Oh yeah. Oh, for speaking of defending, another fucking George Russell stupid ass dumbass take, <laughs> dude. His radio call when he was behind Schumacher, he's on the radio and it just says Schumacher's defending like it's the race of his life. 
crikey. The crikey part was funny just because that's a Bridget. That's just funny to me. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, dude, him commenting when he's in P14 behind Mick Schumacher in a Haas, battling for points, battling for his spot next year. And he goes, Schumacher's defending like it's the race of his life. Yeah, no shit, dude. Everyone is like, what? Of course he's going to drive like it's the, every race is the race of his life right now, I think. And, yeah, that was just another, like, fucking, of course George Russell said that. Yeah. So, so I guess I shouldn't drive by you a uh, George Russell hat for your birthday. No, nah, I would probably, I mean, probably wouldn't wear it. That would probably uh, <laughs> not be for me. But so at my driver day, I'm going to stick with Fernando. Really good. Um, sorry, I just got on a little rant, another fucking George Russell rant. But here's coming another one because my Mosby in the day is also George Russell. Not, probably not for any reasons you think, though. <laughs> it's What's because. Dirty? Is because he fucking set the fastest lap on the last lap. And the worst bad beat probably of the year for me. So that we'll get into betting right now. So Russell, and here's why. The only bet I took from what we said was Sergio fastest lap. And that motherfucker. Oh, I bet when Sergio went purple on what lap 58, you that were like, motherfucker was driving so fast, so hard, so <laughs> fast. And I was so, I knew I was, Put fifty bucks to win five hundred, plus a thousand when I got him, and that motherfucker George Russell with three minutes left, three minutes, bro. They pull him back in for a last pit and put him on softs, and he sits <laughs> fastest lap with one minute and eighteen seconds left in the race, <laughs> bro. Is that, is, is that real life? Were you so mad? I, I can imagine you're fuck George Russell. <laughs> Bro, after all the bullshit he did, I was like, "That can't be. That can't be fucking real." Like, did that? Is, did that just happen? Is, am I living in Especially a simulation? When he doesn't even get. He doesn't even get a point for that. I know. He just did it to take <laughs> a point from Checo. He just did it out of spite. No, no, he didn't do it out of spite. He actually, he actually, the reason he did it was because he's fighting Checo in the drivers' championship, so he needed to rob a point from Checo. Yeah, I, it, yeah, it's all. It's never like I, I mean, I just might not, not be the right word, but he was in last place. It's like, dude, go fuck, go fuck yourself. Or maybe someone at a, uh, someone at fucking Mercedes listens to Village A and was like, yo, I'm gonna get mentioned. I'm fuck gonna, you, Sean. Dude, those, those scumbags. Whoever, whoever's decision that was, you suck. I want to hear from you, <laughs> bro. Brutal bad beat. So that was really the only thing about betting. I think, I you think Sean needed the five hundred bucks more than? George Russell needed Checo to not have one point. <laughs> Dude, that's so so annoying. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's why we both did George Russell for wildly different reasons for Mazapina of the day. But yeah, we'll we'll end the George Russell segment, I guess. <laughs> uh so we do have some uh some other another another segment. We do have some questions. Uh, questions from the village. We got three of them this week. Let's hear it. So, all right. First question we got is going to be from Abby in Ohio. Um, she says, why did Claire back off on the final lap? He was under the five-second mark and dropped to 7.5 on the in the final minute. Just seemed odd. Um, we did kind of touch on this earlier. Um, the exhaustion, yeah. he said after the race, he was exhausted. Um, but do you think that's, I mean, I don't think that's the only, the only reason, I mean, Ferrari didn't tell him to push. I mean, he, I don't know. It was just, it did seem odd to me too. Like he was 
right at like 430, 450 with under a minute when they just like when they waved the white flag and he just dropped out. Uh, well, Abby, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for your question. Um, and I would like to also say I'm sorry that you have to live in Ohio. I really apologize for that. Brutal. Um, the, <laughs> the, the other thing, uh, the other thing, I mean, like I think, like I think I mentioned before. I mean, people don't understand what it's like to push these cars to the limit. Um, Very true. Keep in mind, he was pushing it for what 16, 17, 18 laps. He was pushing Checo, and I mean, he was just simply exhausted. I mean, you could tell looking at him. I mean, he looked physically ill getting out of that car. Yeah, I mean, all, yeah, um, all three on the podium looked bad. Yeah, no, I mean that that was the kind of race like you or I or any regular people, dude. We would have blacked out. I would. I would have I died. Mean, I would have died. 80, 88% humidity. Um, the track temperature, I, I don't know what the track temperature was, but I, I want to say it was probably 80, 90. Dude, air temp was and like then, air temp was like 95, wasn't it? Okay, so yeah, it was so 95, and then think about it. That you've got a Formula One engine strapped to the back of your head, and all of the... Uh, not cold heat dispersing right behind you plus all of the electronics in the cockpit that creates a lot of heat uh just to run yeah. i mean it's probably 140 150 degrees in the cockpit plus your seven layer fire suit plus your uh fire retardant boots 21 layer hood, suit. and your helmet 20 yeah dudes yeah. are athletes yeah. oh dude if anyone ever <laughs> says they're not athletes i'm i get into it on the internet with with those idiots because they are some of the most athletic people they don't perform athletic or like athletic thing it doesn't look like it but their training regimen they're those are those are fucking athletes out there no i think i think a lot of professional athletes couldn't get in that car and do what they do guaranteed i mean it's a different it's a different level of fitness and athleticism but i mean right. you, you can't deny that those are the most some of the the most fit people on the planet yeah i mean obviously you can tell when george russell just look at his uh instagram page that dude's like two percent body fat yeah and they, exactly he, he loves taking shirtless pictures that sucks <laughs> motherfucker don't bring him up again <laughs> I'm, done. I'm, I'm done thinking about him until next secretly week. secretly that's where sean's going after this son of a bitch <laughs> not on his only fans not gonna happen <laughs> oh so yeah so that definitely answers the question i mean it, abby i think he was just he was done yeah I think he's just physically cooked. So, uh, and, uh next, when, what was that human body? Let's go. There's not much you can do. You there? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, once you're, you've reached your point, you're, you're, you're there. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we've all done something like a workout or a physical activity where you reach your, you hit your wall and you're just gas useless. You need yeah. to go take a nap. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> In my case, you need to go have a shot of tequila. I mean, whatever, whatever works, dude. You probably, you probably do that in the car, right? Uh, no, no, my job doesn't allow me to No, in the rate in like an F1 car, I meant, uh, you probably die. (laughs) (laughs) So two more questions we got. We got, we got a lot this week, actually. Good question, Um, Abby. So this one, these next two, actually, they don't have to do with, uh, with Singapore or the race that just happened. Just some, some questions about the news that's kind of been spinning around the F1 world recently. Um, so I'll, I'll say the question and then we'll kind of go over and talk about what's gonna, what's going on. You down with that? Yeah. So this one's from Shan in Toronto. 
Um, so, uh, oh, so yeah, maybe some uh, international listeners. That's cool. So this one says, fly just real, real blunt. Will Max lose the 2021 championship because of the overspending? So I don't know if you've looked into this much or investigated, but the Red Bull and Aston Martin uh, overspending on the cap is a huge rumor that's spinning around the paddock right now. Have you heard heard much on this? Yes. And are we going to, can I answer the question? Yes. And yeah, go for it. Answer it right away. So what is it? Shan, Sean, Shan, 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 like Shannon. Yep. Yep. Short. I don't know if it's short or if it's just, uh, if that's the name, I love it though. Yeah. Yeah. Cool name. Uh, anyway, the long and short of it is we don't know. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the right answer. Um, in my notes for, for going over the, yeah. For my if, notes, if, I have. If they don't get their, if they don't get their letter of compliance, forfeiting the championship is something that is on the table. One hundred percent. There's, there's. You break the rules. Penalties. But the only thing I want to say is, there's no precedent for precedent for this. Um, I mean, this is the second year that the cap has been introduced. So, and this this sort of thing has never happened. So, I guarantee the FIA was not not thinking that this was going to happen to the world championship. Um, so I, they did not think about the, I don't think they thought about like, I mean, the pun, I mean, clearly they thought about the punishments when they said it, it excludes you from the championship, but they did not expect this. I didn't think. And the, I don't know if they would pull it. So I have a follow-up question, Shan, excellent question. Um, and you did open up a can of worms. I hope, you know, strap um, Put, put your tinfoil hats question. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's the, we need to, when we do this live, we're gonna have tinfoil hats that we put on when we, we get crazy. But uh, as you know, people of the Formula One media, now we can say that because we have a podcast. Um, and as you know, students of the game, fans of the game, uh, genuine motorsports fans, would you support them stripping Red Bull's championship? No. So that actually brings up. I disagree. Up, that actually disagree. brings up our next question. Actually, perfectly. So this one's from another international fella. Um, so I'll say the question. We can get into it and probably get back to the question. Um, but this one's from Liam in Scotland. Scotland. From Scots. So he says, "Would Lewis even want or accept the title if that were to happen? Get all eight, become the best all time." No way, he says. So, would they? Would they? Would it happen? What? What? And what was your question again? So my question was: Is as a fan, would you? Would you accept them taking? Like, would you support them taking Red Bull's championship? It seems like you and I disagree on this. So I, I wouldn't support it. Just, I mean, a year, thirteen months later, I think, or it's gonna, it's gonna be a full calendar year later. So that sucks. <clears throat> and no one it won't it won't be cared about the that championship will never be cared about ever again and that was one of the best one of the most exciting one of the most like competitive i've seen in my f1 watching career fandom career and for it to just change for there to be an asterisk i mean not technically an asterisk because it would be a legal win obviously but every everyone would know that's not how it actually finished and 
there's been so much speculation and everything about what happened already. I think we just let the words from Michael Massey stay and let it be a motor race victory. I'm going to argue the fuck out of that right now. Hit me. So tell me, why did they introduce a cost cap? To keep it fair and competitive, just like, and, all, ma- just like all major sports. And, and why, why would it be important to them that it's fair and competitive? To keep, I just, I mean, to keep it fair. Obviously, I, that's just like for all the, for like for other sports, like fucking Yankees could spend billions of dollars if they wanted to, and just dust the fucking Tampa Bay Rays, I, and it would just never be competitive. <laughs> it would be fun. It wouldn't be fun for anyone. I would argue that they they want it fair and competitive to give the fans a better product. Because they want to change the, the car this year to make it a more right. a car that's better to follow. So, so, and I'm going to compare this to when, you know, Chelsea and Bayern Munich and all those high-end soccer clubs decided that they were going to break off of their local leagues and join their own league because FIFA just didn't, you know, care about the big guys anymore. Right. No motherfuckers. You know what you do? You strip their titles, you fucking relegate them and you send them to the bottom and make a fucking example. They didn't, when they, she decided to cheat to win a championship, they didn't do it for personal gain. They fucked us as fans over. See, I see that a little bit differently because, first of all, we don't know the. Well, they haven't. They have, first of all, they haven't released any. This is all rumors at this point, so they haven't right, actually we released know. anything. They haven't released the financials yet, so we have no idea. This is all speculation. But the the rumor is that it's going to be a roughly around five percent overspending, and it was Red Bull and Aston Martin, and. So they changed the they, the cap went from 145 million euros to 140 this year, so dropping the cap, and it just I it's I gar- there's no intention I guarantee there's no intention to cheat and intention to cause less fan experiences and like make it less competitive. I think it would it would be I think honestly it would be a mistake from Red Bull. I don't think they're I don't think they're cheaters, and it's I honestly don't even know if they're going to have if it's going to be released that they have overspent it's such a massive massive company with so many different outlets they could have just got the financials wrong fuck we don't we have no idea but the intention if is you not spend five cheat, grand on like, something more than you were supposed to would you know well the yeah true the, but the intention to cheat i don't think is there like if you're taking steroids the intention is to cheat the fucking astros when they're fucking banging on trash cans and have and, and have fucking buzzers on Jose Altuve uh, to hit a home run, walk off to win the fucking championship. That's fucking cheating. That's in it's intentional. I think in overspending, because it happens in plenty of sports, like NFL. The if you go over cap, you just face you face fines. Like you have to you have to get back under cap. But yet, if you go over, you don't pull cha- you don't pull championships and stuff like that. I just think it's a it's an extreme for for what it is. Well, and I think I think that comes down to it. And if you too, you you look at the justice system, which you know, in, in a way, this is akin to. I mean, that's the difference between first degree murder, which carries you know life in the in the uh, you know possibility of the death penalty, versus third degree murder. Right? It's, can 100%. you prove intent and in right. premeditation? So if you go up into you know, <clears throat> if this goes to wherever you know that goes to the FIA and it determines, hey. No, Red Bull cheated because they wanted an unfair advantage because they wanted to, you know, win this mm-hmm. year right. and absolutely strip their fucking title. 
I can agree with that. If they can, if there's, if they can prove through the financials that if like they overspent in certain ways to clearly make it a competitive advantage, like, like in like aero tunnels and such like that, that they, they overspent in that way to make their car more competitive. It's not like a fucking budget issue or like salary base. Like if they forgot to write down that they gave someone a fucking half million dollar raise and they just have in the financials, like shit like that. Like if it's something like paperwork, financial spending wise, but if it's based on improving the car, I think there's a, there's another argument there. And, and I want, I want to point out too, like I'm not being super, you know, I know I have a reputation for being a Mercedes McLaren guy and I'm not, I'm not being super biased because it's Red Bull. I mean, honestly, if, if, if Mercedes if it was got, flipped, I'd be in the same suit. I'd be feel have the if, same. If, uh, same if Mercedes sentiment. got caught trying to, you know, rob the fans of a good experience, I'd be selling my fucking C-class, bro. I'd tell you that. Yeah, I'd, I'd have the same sentiment. I'd have the same reactions. Guaranteed. It's not this. This take isn't based off our fandom. Guaranteed. I think this is just a crazy situation and very unprecedented. So I'm. It, they're going to release the. They're saying they're going to release all the information on Wednesday. So. We'll might have, have an emergency before. pod on Wednesday, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if they strip the championship, we're definitely oh, we're, gonna have a pod we're definitely going to have an emergency pod. <laughs> that's cool. where we we need to have to come up. So that that's that. And the thing is, even if the the under five percent penalty is potential for um just public reprimand or suspensions from rounds and races, and he only won by eight points, dude. So if They'd suspend him from just one race potentially. That could be the championship. You know, Ferrari and Mercedes definitely pushed this protest through. Oh, dude, I have that in my notes as well. Team bosses Ferrari and and Mercedes <laughs> did the picture of them shaking hands is hilarious. <laughs> just that they that's a that's like I wonder if they did it in the same gangster way that Red Bull uh like told did yeah, it? Call, yeah I <laughs> Dude, maybe where they're dude. like, "Hey, we were going through our own financials, and is this okay?" Honestly, <laughs> they probably fucking did, bro. That's such a dude, <laughs> bro. That so yeah, that's they they've been pushing. Toto's been he's been quoted saying, "Oh yeah, it's a very like pretty pretty like well known rumor around the paddock. It's not a secret that they've overspent. Like everyone knows, but obviously take that with a grain of salt coming from Toto because he would." glowingly accept that championship michael michael so that brings your right email michael to, that brings us right back to liam's question would lewis accept the championship and i say he would hate himself to accept that championship bro to become quote unquote the best ever beat michael schumacher having eight titles all all time most I just, dude, there's no way that champion, like his championship mind, there's no way he wants to win like that. No way. It might not be ideal, but I think he'd accept it. Shit, I would. I don't, dude. I mean, obviously he probably would have to if like the FAA rule, FIA rules that these are, this is what happened and the championship has been moved. Um, I, I guarantee he would probably have to accept it. Honestly, there's a probably couldn't deny it and Toto would probably well, run in like no I no mean, no yeah like, well yep yep give it yep we're here we're, we're done there's we're, an argument to be made because but you know Mercedes is not guaranteed that championship they're still fighting with Ferrari so for the driver's um, cha- for the driver's championship though for constructors let, let me pull up the sta- standings because I think Ferrari they were pretty they were pretty close but I, I was talking about the, the driver's championship because Max could he could lose the driver's championship and 
there's no there's no way the championship mind of Lewis, you know, like he's a fuck he's one of the goats. Like Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Michael Schumacher, Lewis Hamilton, they're all on the same wavelength, bro. Like there's no way in his mind, like his competitive mind, he wants to win that, like in getting a letter from the FIA twelve months after it happened. Well, I mean Dude, I think you're. I think that's an overthought, man. Like, well, just no. Like, do you think he would want to accept it? Like, just for, based on what you know about Lewis, like, would you, would you think that he would accept that happily? Like, yes, I like I won. Like, on my every all my wrongs have been righted. Yes. Well, okay, so hold on. Let me. I have a counterpoint for this. I got. I got so, the. I got the constructors up. So they only won by. 20, you don't want by 30, won by 30 points. 28, point, 28, 28 points they won by. So, but like, do you just do you think Lewis would want it? Uh, what do you think? Like, obviously, yeah, because he but... still won by merit, technically. What I mean, mean okay, so Red Bull forfeits the championship because they did an illegal car. Well, what do you, what do you mean? Well, he still had to fight with, he still had to fight with Ferrari in order to get there because right now that's not guaranteed. They're very close. I don't think you're understanding the question, though. Would he accept it? I say yes, he would. I I think I think he'd be dumb not to, because okay, so you won a championship. Your fight wasn't with Red Bull this year, especially if they're now proven that they're okay. They were driving an illegal car. They overspent. Like well, the question is more of his how he how he would think about that championship. Like I I would put an asterisk on Lewis Hamilton's eight championships. I personally would. Yeah, but would he agree with you? I don't think he would. I see. Like that's the thing. Like, would would Lewis like accept this championship? Like, he obviously has to. Like, we'll just say that they have to accept it. He it says, seems like you want me to say no, but I'm telling you, yes, he would. Like, so yeah, he hundred like, percent would. You think I, that? Do you think he would in his mind would think like that? Righted all my wrongs. Like, yeah, we're we're because he clearly right say, now he definitely I, I wouldn't, is sour. I wouldn't say I righted all his wrongs, and I guarantee you he's going to come back and win ninth next year. But I think he'd accept it. I don't. I mean, yeah, I, he would have to obviously, but I don't think he would would want to. I think he would would prefer not to accept it. I mean, if you just want to give me an F one championship, fuck, I'll take it. Like, didn't earn it. <laughs> yeah, just, just, it's it's different. Like, I just, I like everything one on track, and if 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 it comes down to that, they they clearly cheated to improve the vehicle. Like we'll have, we'll clearly have another conversation about this. We'll definitely get into the. Yeah, weeds I, I, again. I like I like that we disagree on something. Strongly. Yeah, so like that's a that's another great question from uh, across the pond. So, it's just, yeah, we disagree, and I just think in his championship mind, like fucking go, like damn it, like I don't want to win like that. I don't want to win like that shit. I want to beat him fair, like I want to beat him on the fucking track. That's what I think Lewis wants. And you know who I'm sure will tell you who, Lewis. Yeah, comment, buddy. Comment below. <laughs> And uh, send us send us your thoughts or come on the pod, whatever whatever you want to do, Ben. We're open for yeah, but all your options. We're open for. If you want to come on the pod, I think that would be the best way for you to tell us. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, we had we had three really good questions uh, this week. So yeah, good job with the fans. The fans the fans were my They're new driver. Of the bringing day. the house Shit. down with these questions, really really bringing some uh, some good back to back content for, or back to back arguments from us. Yeah, no, for real. Two dis two ones that we disagree. Keep that shit coming. I know. Fans. Keep it coming. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So get ready. <laughs> Strap in for an emergency pod on Wednesday, people, because that's when the info's coming out. 
And I'm what sure should we call the emergency pod? The safety car. Oh my. Yeah. Done. Sold. That's dude. <laughs> yep. Nailed that one. So everyone's wait for the safety car release. And that's going to be, a, that's going to be a hot topic. Or the Even red flag, red flags. It'll be, it's going to be one of the, we'll, we'll, we'll think of, like we'll, uh, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll brainstorm on that one. That's dude. We got it nailed for that. Um, <clears throat> did you want to talk about, um, that's a lot that happened this last week. You want to talk about what's going on next week? Got back, got back to back, dude. Stimulating, man. That's, that's a lot. Got to love this part of the year, though. Lots of stuff to do. I know, dude. We got one. Hey, this is a big one for the American fans. Uh, ex- especially me. I, 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 I'm, I'm the nighttime guy. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, I'm excited to have a race that we don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. Instead, I get to stay up at till uh, 2 a.m. to watch. Yeah, starting at 11 p.m. my time. Is that when it starts for you too? No, it starts at uh, midnight for me. Sweet mama, I'm on that's, Central Time. Yeah, that's going to be different. Luckily, luckily, I have the day, the weekend off work finally. Because uh, that one, I honestly don't know if I could have stayed up for because I wake up at 4 a.m. for work, so that one would have been real tough. But got the weekend off, I'll be here. Um, I have a may have a check ride this weekend. Oof. Which uh, means I guess I'll be going to my check ride tired because I don't think I could go to bed knowing there's an F one. No, yeah, yeah, that that'd be that'd be tough. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'd sleep. <laughs> well, shit, dude. You wanna? We haven't even told the people where it is yet. Do you wanna let them know? Well, hopefully they know. It is the Japanese Grand Prix at Suzuka International Circuit. <clears throat> um, Let's go, dude. That's a fun race. One of the all time favorite technical tracks lots of good flowy corners some interesting straightaways some, a lot of flat out bits that are flat out in f1 cars that aren't flat out in gt cars yeah yeah it's one of my favorites on when i play the play racing game play the f1 game it's just yeah the flowy fast corners it's just that's what that's what i love to see from f1 cars i got my on my sim i got my mclaren set up it is not good on those flowy fast tracks well, that's okay because I don't it. think I don't think the real McLaren is either. Yeah, no, I've got it set up. My my McLaren set up kind of like uh, last year's McLaren, where it's like it's the Monza car. I mean, that was probably the best car. <laughs> it was. That's why. Probably, that's why I picked good setup it to win. That's why I picked it to win, and that's why you won what two grand off of that race? Uh, eighteen hundred. Yeah, baby from Ricardo Yahtzee. Way to way to pump my <laughs> tires after getting the worst bad beat of the year from fucking Russell. Yeah, dude. So, uh, George Russell, come on the pod and uh, you, explain, you and yourself. Sean, explain yourself. You and Sean can tie your mustaches together and finally make up. Dude, I, I, I'm sure if you fucking came on here, I'd end up being the biggest George Russell fan. You guys can take topless pictures together for Instagram. Yeah, we probably too. Come on the pod, George. We'll figure it out, bud. <laughs> but until, until then, just shut the fuck up on the radio, bro. Like, <laughs> you turned into him dog dude i love how everyone on the internet's finally starting to realize it. i've been saying it since episode one on here his radio comments are awful they're childish there's and dude so many memes of russell well he's the youngest driver who's in a top team except for lando isn't lando a year younger yeah but lando's lando's one of the greatest humans of all time Oh yeah, he's the yeah he's he's fantastic. So not can't compare those two, but like youngest in the in the yeah 
They're but, also good friends, him and George. Not as good friends as him and uh, like Carlos Sainz and um, Leclerc. Because those, all those guys, those three play golf together a lot. I, I follow them, their golfing careers. Ooh, hot take. What if Lando goes to Ferrari? Dude, fucking might, honestly. That'd be sick. They've been, they've been teammates uh, together before, right? Him and uh, Carlos? Yeah, they were at McLaren, but I think it would be, if that happened, it would be um, Carlos retiring because Carlos is our age. Damn, Carlos is really that old? Yeah. How, I mean, how old is Lewis? Like uh, 41? No shot, bro. No way he's lo- no way he's that old. Let me look. He's in his forties, I think. He's born in nineteen eighty-five. That makes him thirty-seven. Okay, yeah, so a little younger than I thought. Sorry, Lewis. Black <laughs> don't crack, baby. It's hard to tell, man. It's hard. Dude, to he looked he looked like he was forty-five after that last race. Yeah, no, but I mean, you can never tell. I mean, like I said, black black don't crack. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to block that one out. <laughs> that's a compliment. Yeah, yeah, compliment, Lewis. Um, so yeah, dude, freaking eleven p.m. That's I'm just fired up. Where it's gonna be? I wonder if the I wonder if the British will uh they'll cry about this one too, being a wild time. Yeah, uh, any of our UK fans? Uh, what's what's old dude's name from Scotland? I'm sorry, I forgot. Liam. Liam, let us traditional know. Scott, traditional Scottish name. Let, let us know, Liam. Let us know if that's a weird time for you because it's a good time for me, but I guess most Americans would say it's kind of a weird time. Yeah, and it's definitely too much effort for me to Google what time it's going to be in Scotland at 11 p.m. my time. That's just <laughs> that's too much to type. So comment, let us know, Liam. You've, I've seen you. This is his second question he sent to us. So he's a he's an avid listener, so he's definitely going to hear this hopefully. So bring it, bring it back to us. We have avid listeners. Uh, he's this is his second comment so or his second question he sent in so he, he, hopefully he's, he's listened to at least two i'm assuming oh thank you liam um, that's, a, that's for, a follow uh, in my book yeah yeah but your friends um, know definitely yeah we got friends of the pod um dude you know who uh won last year and uh, uh suzuka did we race in suzuka last year i don't remember it was botas yeah, because he's the best. Joe, yeah, I knew you'd say. It. I know you knew you'd say. It. <laughs> yeah, dude, without even without with no hesitation, obviously. I see. He's the, he's the I literally best. have a seventy-seven sticker on my C class. It's amazing. <laughs> not, not, not a forty-four. You know who the real goat I'm. <laughs> And I'm like one, like I'm, I would consider myself a Lewis fan. And I've got a 77 sticker. So good, dude. Just the way Valtteri drives and his demeanor, and he's a fan. Everything about him is fantastic. Traditions, baby. He's a character. So he's yeah, a he's uh, he's gonna be defending. Uh, what do you think his chances of having a good race are? Uh, he might score some points. <laughs> That's what we're really hoping for. I just have not been impressed with the alphas this year, man. It's just yeah, it's it's not the car. It's I thought it'd be more competitive just being so close to the Ferrari. Like a lot of the same parts, same powertrain. Car aerodynamically looks the same. Um, a lot of Chinese interest with uh Guan Yu Joe. With Joey, yeah. So I thought maybe uh there'd be some China money in that thing. I mean they probably they're probably gonna get some next year since he resigned. He got another got another year contract. Um but yeah, so I don't. He's probably not going to defend. But let's um, 
Let's give our I love the livery. I will give them that. It's a good looking car. I love Alfa Romeo is probably one of my favorite favorite car brands. Uh, I just love Alphas. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, you're not a true car enthusiast until you've owned one. That's actually a that's rule. that's a quote from uh, from you know who quoted that? Jeremy Clarkson. You goddamn right it was. Have you owned an Alpha? Uh, I have not. I almost bought one. And when you were in Germany? Yeah, my buddy had it, and then he had like the motor built, and then he, I, I remember it because his fucking shifter was like a 14 inch black dildo. That's love it, but not it was a classic, like not a classic Alpha, but it was like floppy, like it wasn't oh, rigid. Jesus. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so like it would be flopping around while you were driving. It was, it was quite irritating, dude. The um, only the only Alpha I would buy is the uh, Quadrifolio. Um, on the dude, the Julia Quadrifolio is a fucking insane sports sedan. It's right up there with CTSV for me. V is have my. you ever sat in one, dude? I've driven one, and it's. It's a special car. That okay. chassis is. I've never driven one. My so uncle, good. my my cousin actually rolled one. Really? Um. That's a yeah. Skill. Yeah, he fucking top sided it. Well, but dude, um, yeah, that's a great a great car, great chassis. But I think that's the only car that I would ever buy. My question them. is: Is have you seen where the B pillar is? It looks like it's really far forward. It looks kind of like a like for a taller guy or like a oh. bigger guy. Like me, it seems like it'd be hard to get into. Oh my god, bro! You wouldn't even imagine how it's that's an alpha cork right there because they are the cork is bro. You have to you. It's you have the worst blind spot in the world. <laughs> in the back, you can look out the, if you look directly to your left. The way I, I'm six foot. The way I sit, if I look straight to my left, I'm looking out the back rear window. Oh, really? So the B pillar is really far, forward. dude. It's the weirdest thing in the world. I've I don't understand why when I'm looking at it, I just don't. It's it's like a geometry thing. I don't know why it's that. It's fucking hilarious so it's but like it's a, a real Corvette thing where you're like sitting on the rear axle but you're in a sedan which makes it weird which means the you look out of the, the side rear window seat. dude yes yeah, very similar yeah the the way long hood too yes yeah, it sits very similar to a vet if it was a sedan and it's hilarious it's, bro it's on my bucket list of uh cars to potentially own one day you go to just go test drive one that's what i did yeah, they're gonna stop making them soon, I think. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure they probably it's going to be uh, like a six year run or something. But that's a it's the only alpha I'd buy. So that's that's a is, sick car. Is Chrysler maybe considering cutting their tie with Alpha? Alpha Fiat, probably fucking all of them. Well, I don't know if like Chrysler is Fiat, so yeah, they probably make a fuck ton of money from. Eh, they probably they'll probably leave it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how well they do in the states, but they're a bit. Yeah, they're they're huge. We might not we might not get them over here because we never get the cool shit. But they'll probably stay. Yeah, why didn't we get the Brera, dude? That would have been sick. Dude, we don't get any any cool shit. Any of the cool wagons from like any of the like um, R six Avant. Don't get it. Fucking. We got one. We know the R six. Yeah, we we do have it. We, have, we, we didn't it. have it for like twenty five years. We don't get any of the cool shit. I just saw a picture of a. Um, Genesis GV70, actually a really cool sedan, but they have a fucking wagon version that looks awesome. We don't get it. We from Genesis, bro. Let me. Yeah, it's actually super sick. I'll send you on Instagram. Maybe you can get a That's live a reaction. Kia, dude. No, Genesis is a different company than Kia. It's like Ram split off from Dodge, and it's like it's not a Dodge Ram. It's a Ram truck. Genesis, yeah, but split it's off still freaking the Kia Motor Group. True, true, but dude, Kia split off and. Genesis is a legit car. Saved Tiger Woods' life. So I 
I have a thing for for Genesis, hundred percent. Hot take there, but dude, even though yeah, it, even though I drove a Ram twenty five hundred, I still considered it a Fiat five hundred. It. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's probably what everyone should consider it. <laughs> but yeah, six point so, yeah, seven liter Fiat five hundred. Oh yeah, it's the same, <laughs> same, 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 same size. You could probably fit a Fiat five hundred in the bed. Yeah, especially the long bed. Let me, oh, let me see this thing. Uh, we are way off on a tangent now talking about non-Formula One cars. Hey, this still is cars. Still, still motorsport. Which of my three Instagrams did you send this to? To your main one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, we never get the cool shit over here. Oh, that does look good. Right, thank- yeah, so, yeah. Big shout out to Genesis right now. Hopefully, they've liked one of I mean, it does, look, it, it does look like a white New Balance. Dude, it looks kind of sick. And, I wish I could see it from the front. And yeah, I'm gonna oh, have to, look, I'm gonna have to Google this. And dude, Genesis. Oh, the, the Genesis hideous. Dude, the Genesis company has liked one of our posts before. Oh shit! Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's an amazing car. It's not a Fiat. Or yeah, a they are a friend of the pod, baby. My fault. My fault. Sorry. Actually, Don't cancel just, me. It was after. It was. It was on our uh, Mile High Parlay page. We I posted about the Genesis Golf Tournament. And I just tagged him, and I'm pretty sure their intern that was running it just fucking went through it, liked every single post that they were tagged in. But regardless, Will Power's intern really likes us, dude. I think Will Power just fucking likes us. So another shout out to our guy Will. Um, I don't know if he's a listener quite yet, but he's definitely uh, into our pod and into what we we're posting on Instagram. So give that guy a follow too. He's actually he's real. Fun. I've been watching him since he finished IndyCar. He's been doing a lot of karting, which is pretty sweet. He's always been a real one. Yeah. So. Big shout out to that guy. Um, but now that you said we've uh, gone on a bit of a tangent, uh, do we have anything else about Japan, Suzuka, about uh, getting ready for this weekend? Well, we've got to mention uh, the home drivers. Yes. We have one for the first time ever in Suzuka. Not first time ever, but the first time ever for him. Yep. Well, not his first time there, but his first time there in an F1 car. I like yeah. to clarify that. Um, our boy and friend of the pod. Yuki motherfucking Sonoda. The most interesting man. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully he has a really good race. He's been driving really fucking good recently. Follow him on uh, OnlyFans at Sushi Sumo 69 I think that's his name of his restaurant. <laughs> so, yeah, don't get those confused, but hit him on all the Atlas because he's, he's a good follow. He's fucking hilarious, actually. Yeah, we love him. We love Yuki. Um, we're so glad he's coming back. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. He's not. He was surprised, but we were not surprised. He had a really. He actually had a really good season for Alvatari. Um, I mean, he's gonna have to step things up next year, but I think. Uh, I think he knows this track really well. Who's um, uh, race? Who's signing with Alvatari next year? Do they know yet, or? Um, Is it DeVries? hot take. Is it Debris? No, now they're talking about maybe DeVries to... Going to Williams, yeah, that's what we said. Williams. I don't, think they, I, they, def, they, I don't think they have anyone uh, secured. Hey, question. Wasn't your uh, Logan Sargent, wasn't that his name? Yeah, Logan Sargent. He originally was a Red Bull Junior. The Red Bull Cheerleader? Junior. Oh, Junior, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull Cheerleader. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, he originally was. So um, there was some interest the first time. So like uh, 
I think like towards the end of Lewis Hamilton's like first championship year at Mercedes, there was another time before Netflix where America got really pumped about F1 and started kind of started following it. And Red Bull set out to find an American driver. And I believe there was three drivers that came to the United States and recruited, and he was the one who made it the furthest. Wow. But don't quote me on all that. Like that, that, that was a long time ago. Oh yeah, definitely. But dude, that's actually, that's actually pretty cool. That so, was, uh, I mean, that's, maybe? that's sort of, that's, dude, that's sort of online with, um, I, I actually think that might've been Liam's question. His first question to us was the, uh, Logan Sargent going to Williams based on American interest. Was that Liam? I think it was because why would Scott ask that? Because Americans don't actually care about F1 yet. So he's wondering if this is based uh, solely on <laughs> us starting to increase our involvement in F1. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. Good shit from Liam. Yeah. I remember but like aggressively we'll, we'll that actually happens. But yeah, that's actually that's pretty cool for that he was a rebel guy. I think I think he was. I think he. I think he. That name sounds familiar when I think about that Red Bull program to bring in an American driver. Also, I want to. I want to make an adjustment here. Uh, AlphaTauri's got Pierre Gasly. I don't think he's going next year, right? Uh, I thought he was going to potentially Alpine next year. Uh, that's a that's a rumor, but that's not nothing's confirmed yet. I mean, if I was AlphaTauri, I would do whatever I could to keep Pierre. He's been excellent. He's been so good. You know, that's one thing that we both agreed on was that we, we always like talk highly of the event here. Dude, when we do Mazepier driver of the year, I think he's definitely in, in my mind right now of one of the most improved and consistent drivers. Just of the year. most consistent, dude. P7, P6 every fucking weekend, which is yeah. what they need. He's, he's doing really good for himself. Um, and I mean, uh, Red Bulls pretty much came out and said you're never going to drive there again. So, yeah. That's that's crazy. The, um, it was funny that year they put him. Do you remember the year they put him in the Red Bull? Yeah, yeah, he was the backup. He was awful. Yeah, he was awful. Yeah, I mean, he first it was one of his first times in F F one car. It's a little, little different. Well, no, but... he had an excellent season in the, at the time Toro Rosso. True, he true. actually won. He won a Grand Prix in the Toro Rosso, and they gave him the Red Bull seat the next year. And um, it was right after. Uh, Right after um, Daniel Ricardo went to uh, Renault. Oh, okay. And it it just that car was set up for Max Verstappen. It was the same thing as anyone else was trying to bend that number two seat, and that car just worked him over every fucking weekend. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's a really good driver. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I definitely think that that Alpha Tauri is set up for him, and he he gives good results every weekend. And you know, I really hope that Yuki can get up there right next to him for his home home Grand Prix. No doubt. Um, do you have any quick predictions for qualifying GP or anything like that before? I mean, we may have a, another formation lap if we have an exciting qualifying. Um, well, we got to get our bets in. Uh, definitely, I'll have to get some. I'm actually going to take a break. I'm going to take a week off because pretty rough for your boy over here. Um, well, we got to do it for our fans. But, yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk about the, uh, the odds real quick. <laughs> we'll, I don't even know if they have the odds up. I haven't even looked yet. Let me pull it up. Um, but do you have any? Do you think? Do you think Max going to win? Win not the championship next year. I don't know the the math if he has what he has to do like um, last week. But do you think he's going to win the race? I think that uh, barring everything happening with Ferrari that needs to happen, I think Red Bull wants to win the championship in Japan. Yeah, he is a uh, 
he's a he's the favorite minus 165 um and i, I also checko made an interesting point which you know you think of honda's not involved in f1 anymore but i think they are to some degree with red bull still at least on an engineering standpoint and i think they have a hand in their power department yeah um because checko kind of spilled the beans on that when he said oh this will be a really big deal for honda to win it in japan this is going to be awesome yeah I think you're right. I think you're right on the money there. And if I don't know if you've seen the new uh, Honda commercial, which I also I also really like the new Honda commercial. Have you seen it? I didn't actually. I'll have to look that up. Where they go? Yeah, when we were a motorcycle motorized bicycle company, you know, no one ever said we'd make a motorcycle, and then it shows a dude like ripping a CBR. No, I yeah, I, no, I have seen that. Like, and they go through like four or five different like iterations. Yeah, like, they're like, oh yeah, when we were when they're like, yeah, but you'll never win. You'll never win uh, one with a hybrid. Yeah, no, no, yeah, they're like you'll never win a GT championship, and then they did it, and they're like, yeah, oh, you never uh, win. That, yeah, that's that's, a re- that's really good shit. And they're like, and then for me in aviation, it's like you never, you'll never, uh, you'll never conquer the sky, and it shows the Honda Jet. Yep, like, that because yeah. that's the newest one. I think it's commercial for the Honda Jet. <clears throat> but yeah, that's a um, that's a great one. So, fuck, dude, I can't. I'm not gonna put money on Max this week just because the value's not there. Minus one sixty five. Um, I can't. Yeah, put, no. The value's not there. Um, <laughs> unless there's a good prop bet regarding the championship but even then that's a stretch because i mean they only, have, they only have, already have a bad race and it yeah seems they like only have stretch. one they only have one for the driver's championship and it's the winner without verstappen so it's just gonna so, be basically, i know that there's some crazy stuff that has to happen for uh max to win um if you could give us the update if you can pull that up what what has to happen for uh max to win in japan um, I actually don't know. Um, I don't know if I can pull it up real fast. I'll try, but last it, week it should I had... be because everybody was talking about it after the race. Like it should be pretty accessible information. Let's see. Here we go. How can Max Verstappen win second championship in the Japanese GP? Let's see. Um, This is going to be difficult to uh, to kind of read and continue the pod. But how it stands, um, uh, he needs 112 points to clear the race. I think that's for – yeah, I don't know. This is going to be harder than I thought. Last week I just did the math and myself and kind of – Yeah, but now it's like published. No, nah, yeah. Let's see. It's uh, – Leclerc I'm, by 16 has to outscore Checo by 8. Okay, I must score. So 8, that's – First and what fourth? Because ter- technically, Checo's championship is still alive. Yeah. So eh, yeah. I mean, it, it's not. It's Max. It, Mac, it's going to be Max. It's no, no one else's championship is alive. That's that's uh, unfortunate. Hot, hot take. Checo drives away with it. I would literally cry. I would be so so fucking funny, dude. I but would be so happy for Checo. That'd be I'd so. Be a Red Bull fan. That'd be for life. I'd be. I'm already a Checo fan for life, but that'd be incredible. Yeah, I'm a big Checo fan. I, I think we all like Checo. No doubt. Um, but that pretty much wraps up this week and what happened at uh, Singapore. Um, we didn't he, make uh, our prediction. Um, some prediction. I mean, I think it's just. I think it's gonna be Max. That's my prediction. Max, Hamilton, Checo. Ferrari fucks it up again. I love it. I think it's good. I think you're right with Max and Lewis. I think Lewis is actually, he's finally figured the car out. Finally. 
Um, what did you say, Checo yeah, for third? Indicator of what that car should be. I'm saying Russell. Or the- Russell third. He turned into me. He turned into me. He turned into me. Nope. No, he didn't. That was that was you. <laughs> nope. No, wrong. <laughs> wrong. 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 <laughs> um, I'm assuming we're gonna have a really good qualifying. I'm assuming we're gonna have a um a formation lap too. Um so look out for that. Look out for our um safety car lap or our safety car emergency pod if anything wild happens, because I'm expecting that. Um I got pretty much nothing else in my notes, buddy. Um, what about you? Let me look. Let me double check. Cause I had some funny shit. <laughs> I got all my I got all my hate towards George Russell away. So I got uh, my everything is off my chest. At least I wanted to rant about that motherfucker. I literally have in my notes. You turned right into him, George. Oh my god, that's amazing! I'm so glad we write the same shit down. <laughs> oh, and then I said Hamilton goes straight in into seven. <laughs> Dude, I might watch. I might rewatch it again after we, as soon as we get off this pod. That was too fucking exciting. It was a great one, man. I I would say like at the end of the year we talked about having maybe like a our, our during like the championship awards and everything like doing our own uh village a podcast awards and oh, i definitely yeah. am going to submit this one in for race of the year oh yeah we're gonna have we're gonna have a end of the year pod we'll go over everything and give our feedback of what was best who was best everything like that and i'm excited about I like that the one because awards because we'll give awards for fucking stupid shit yeah exactly we'll have we'll we'll think of some really real good ones the george russell awards gonna go to george russell that one will probably continue for the rest of eternity. <laughs> Unless he grows up a little bit, man. No, 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 that'll continue. Unless he comes on the fucking pod, that's the only way. Yeah, come clear I your name. I gotta give him an come on the pod. Dude, you need to I've been reading the DMs that you've been sending to like drivers and shit. It's fucking hilarious. Oh dude, it's just from like me commenting, <laughs> like or putting something on our story. It'll like send him a DM to like, oh Village A posted on their story, and it's just like to George Russell, like Look at this fucking bitch. <laughs> so, no, yeah. But there's been a, there's been there's a couple, been a couple funny of funny ones. Well, there's been no, but there's been ones that you, like, have actually DM'd, like, Will Powers trying to get him to come on the pod. Yeah, and they I'm just trying, to, trying to grow this thing. If he gets on here, we'll fucking no, I'm be saying on the moon. No, I'm saying we need to do that more. We'll be on the moon. We need to do that more. Definitely, yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to grow this brand like crazy this offseason. So, strap in, people. Um, hopefully, you've been listening till the end. We've had, this is, probably our longest pod right now so far we've been just rolling today yeah we've had a stayed on topic to for, talk about stayed on topic for most of the day too huh yeah except most, for most, like most of the top yeah exactly which is we usually spend about 30 minutes off topic so i mean yeah. i think that's we stayed on topic for getting close to the end of the season i'm sure this um I'm sure this is what people actually want to listen to so instead of me talking about cookies in space but oh fuck, we that. didn't talk about shit <laughs> you'll just you'll get that sometimes on this pod and that's that's why y'all love us so <laughs> keep keep on listening but dude i got i got nothing else that's i'm fucking ready for japan um on no break this weekend just back to back love it um and i'm just great season great race at singapore everything and f1 world is looking up 
Yeah, I have no complaints as of now. Let's go. Um, so that pretty much wraps it up, people. Um, follow us on all the social medias. Um, follow Mile High Parlay on Instagram and then follow at the Village A podcast on Instagram. Um, keep all the Formula One stuff on the Village A. Um, if you like Denver sports or anything like that, you know where to find us there. Um, and we will see you guys next time. Hopefully it's going to be in a yeah, like, couple days. And another another thing to uh, just just quickly before we go. So Village A podcast is now our sole de- dedicated Formula One channel. Yep. Um, so if you, you you know you don't really care about the other sports stuff that we post, feel free just to head over to Village A podcast and you'll get exclusive F1 coverage. Yes, sir. We realize the podcast is growing faster than we thought. And this is this is what people really, really liked on uh, on our main page. So we needed to split it off and give people the option to uh, to keep up with F1 a little bit more. So we're excited to do that. We're excited to keep this thing growing. Um, hit us with some comments, some more questions. We've got really good questions this week. Um, so yeah, this is an excellent question. Yeah. So keep hitting us with those. Um, just send them, send us our DMs or our email. If ever you can start an argument between me and Sean, that's a that's good a, fucking question. Exactly. That's what that's what honestly brings this brings this whole thing together. Just back and forth talking shit. <laughs> so send us an, send us an email. We're uh, the village a dot pod at gmail.com. Um, hit us hit us anytime, and uh, we'll talk about it on the podcast. So that's all from me. Um, I'll hand it over to you for the last last little thing, Nick. What was the last little thing? I'd like just to like say goodbye to the people. Oh, uh, thanks for listening. Sit. See ya.